Organissima New York. Your exotic skin, hair, and beauty source, and your one-stop shop for all your natural and organic skin and hair care, featuring authentic organic Moroccan oil and prickly pear seed oil and much more, bringing you only the best straight from the source and proudly produced in the USA. So what are you waiting for? Shop today. Arganissima, New York. Your beauty is our duty. Folks, welcome back to the iHealth channel, iHealth Radio, with your host, Hurricane H. New day, new show. Awesome topic. We're still in the wellness and, and, and really consciousness about wellness, you know, uh, theme. I mean, I think it's been, I don't know how it happens, but I don't plan it this way, but it just seems that some shows are just aligned in the same topic or theme. I have no idea how it works because these are like, you know, said in advance, but it works for me. <laughs> and it's just like almost like an awareness week. But today, we're going to talk about something that's important uh, to ourselves. And with me, I have Rachel Levine. Uh, she's a published author. Um, her book, interestingly, The Donut Diaries. Now, <laughs> we, we got to talk about that. That's that's a big one. I mean, donuts, hey? <laughs> uh, you know, we're the health channel, but hey, there, there's more to this, you know, than, than meets the eye here. So she's a professional speaker. Um, she's a body love educator. And I, that's the biggest part that we're going to talk about today is how to love yourself for who you are. And if you're having a difficulty with it, you know, uh, or you haven't been able to to just manage that part. I mean, because it is sometimes difficult with all the peer pressures and everything that's going on in the world. That could be difficult. But today we have the expert. She's also a certified personal trainer, a certified health coach. So she, she's a lot. <laughs> and uh, so, Rachel, welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much for having me. This is going to be a good conversation. I already feel it. Oh, it will be. <laughs> I, I enjoy this stuff. I'm actually, I know you're passionate about it. And uh, my passion is just, I want people to feel good and, and be good and, and just live a happier, healthier life. And that's really, you know, the main purpose of what we do. Uh, at least that's what I, <laughs> that's my purpose here. Uh, but I know that that's aligned with yours. Now, now, uh, before we get into the book, you know, you, you really have been doing this for a long time. Yeah. So, so let's talk about your journey that got you into the book. Because I know the book is not fairly new, right? It's been around. It's about two years old now. Okay, it's been yeah, yeah. October 2021. Okay. Well, so let's take us, you know, from before how you got into this whole world. And I know you have a story behind, you know, the whole thing. So let's let's guide our audiences to it so they get closer to your passion. Okay. Well, I have always wanted to help people. I've always loved movement. I was an ice skater, a dancer. I was always moving. And <laughs> I knew like sitting in an office was not for me. And so I had to figure out what could I do that encompassed all my passions. And I decided that I loved doing, I was doing jazzercise with my mom at the time. I became an instructor. So I was teaching classes that evolved into wanting more. So then I got a group X cert, started teaching all kinds of classes. I wanted more. So that turned into a personal training cert. And I've been doing all of this for over 20 years. And now, like you said, I've added author to my resume. Well, that's a lot. And, and you know, um, I love what you said about movement. Um, you know, I don't think as humans, we're meant to just be sitting down. I mean, I don't think that's, that's how we're designed. We're designed to be really active and working and moving, but, but, but unfortunately uh, it seems that the workplace and the work in you know, the world and, and, and how we're supposed to do has been more of that. And a lot of times people don't have the, the well, at least they don't have the perception of time. They do have the time. That's a whole discussion, but, but mm -hmm. they find themselves caught into office space and things like that. And maybe tired, they go home, they're on the couch, relaxing, whatever. And then the weekends, they might do a couple of things, but it's not enough. And so movement is important to, to live in healthier and better. Um, but you, you chose the route of exercise and, 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 all, you know, teaching people and doing classes and, and really helping. Uh, by the way, we, I do have a fit and fab, you know, channel and, and, you know, this will air there as well. And really it's all about fitness and wellness and, you know, just getting people, you know, into the modalities of, 
of, of just movement. Uh, and we talk about that in, in the channel. So today it's really health, wellness, fitness, it's all going to be there. Uh, but, but, but that's important because, you know, to stay healthy, there's a lot more than just, it's not, you know, most people think I got to get diet. And mm-hmm. we're going to talk about that. You know, I think that's that's a core discussion in that the, the book. But but then there is the other stuff, which is what you just mentioned: your the movement, the fitness. You know, the the action. You know, the, the taking like you know, you got to be busy with your body. You got to do things with your body. It's if you settle down, it's it's an issue. Now then then there's the weight loss. You know, the weight problem. You know, sometimes when you sit for long days and for long years, and and you just work around the computer and a lot of today's world is around the desk you know even though they have all these new you know stand-up desks that you can kind of stand with it's okay but it's not really that movement you know that you want and it's not enough to actually burn you know your calories and then get your metabolism kicking and things like that so there's a lot of you know components to to this discussion so you did that for 20 years i'm sure you've changed a lot of lives (laughs) And, and and that's got to feel good, right? That you know that you've you've helped many people uh, stay healthy. Sometimes even like get them to recuperate after you know whatever you know they went through. It, it's also good for your brain, you know, and your mind, and you know your stress control and all that stuff. So it's a lot of of stuff that that we do when we talk fitness and wellness. I mean, it's not just uh, you know, like I said, just about the the food and and the the, the, the diets. But now let's break down, you know. The component of the book you went the donut diaries <laughs> you know yeah. why specifically i mean i love it. it's a catchy title i mean but there's got to be a reason for that particular title i mean uh donuts is is really something that people crave unfortunately it's part of today's you know culture at least in the states it's pretty common that people get a donut here and there or whatever but but this is beyond that so what what drove that title well, I have always had just fond memories of donuts. It was something that I did with my uncle and it was something that was a treat and it was, there's no shame or no, you know, bad connotation to it. And as you grew up to be an adult and you learned, I got to restrict. And of course, donuts are foods that are, end up on the no list. And so I, I mean, and I love them. I really did. But I just felt like it was something I could never have again. And when I decided that I was no longer going to restrict food in general, I wanted to have a healthy relationship with all foods. The, a donut was the first thing that I allowed myself to have coming out of restriction. And I, the only difference was, is that I took time to sit, to enjoy, to savor, I didn't rush the process. I didn't shovel it in my mouth. I just enjoyed it. And then I went on about my day. And I realized right then and there that I had been torturing myself mentally for so long with all kinds of foods. Oh, thank you, Rachel. Well, you know, so there is, there's a lot of schools of thoughts about, you know, food and diet and stuff. And, you know, you have some strict folks that are like, you know, diet is this. And I've had plenty of, of trolls about that. But then you have also the, 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 I guess the logic that you can have cheat days. You can maybe get things that are, you know, that you crave because you live once, right. You know, you, you don't want to deprive yourself. So there is that school of thought too, you know, so there is a little bit of all extremes, you know, in all levels. And so I like what you said, like when I stopped the restrictions, you know, because that's what it is. I mean, when you really want to be like fully into it, I mean, you do cut a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, you just can't help it. Things are around you and you get those cravings. And it, it, out of sight of the mind, if you didn't, if you were in a place where there's none, you probably wouldn't think about it. But but you're mm-hmm. probably going to, I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, if you can't get them, I mean, you know, you might think about them, but you're not going to be excited about them because they're not available. But when they're around you, that may be a, a challenge, right? But we we can't escape them these days. doesn't matter where you are, actually. But I've been all around the world and they have them. <laughs> and that's just the donuts, but sweets and anything else, right? So so let's talk about, by the way, thank you for, for breaking down. I mean, it's fun, you know, the idea that, you know, first thing I had to have is one donut and you know what? It's okay. <laughs> but 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 your your real passion is is to keep people in their own way, enjoying their life and love themselves while balancing different things. And so, you know, it's not just restrict life, you know, everything is like, you know, extremely don't do, don't do, don't do. You can do things and feel good in your skin technically, right? 
And and I think that's a big you know component because a lot of people they look at the mirror or they hear something from someone, and you know there's also the pressures. I mean, I know historically, for example, you the modeling world is is all about a certain look, and so you got that whole perception of Barbie and Kane concept <laughs> that that's you know <laughs> that, that the movie is actually I think coming out or something now, but but that's really the that's been the concept of like how you should look right. Uh, yeah. and that caused a lot of pressure on people. I mean, unfortunately, and then you have the bullying, you have all these things. So, so, you know, it's, it's a lot of things that we are feeding ourselves into. Now, listen, there's nothing wrong. If you want to be chiseled and fit and all stuff, that's okay. Go at it. But, but sometimes if that's not what you want, you want to be or who you want to be, is there room for that? And I think your work is to keep people aligned with that. You know, I want to look good, but I want to look the way I want to look good and, and I feel good in my way. Am I getting that right so far? Yes, for the most part. I think that, well, I don't want to cut you off. I don't, no, I don't no, want no, to that's go good. in a different direction that you're trying to take this conversation. But yes, I think that for some people, it's much it's greater than that. I think the emotional pressure and the mental pressure women put on themselves to have this kind of body is, it ties into mental health too. It ties into, I'm not enough. It ties into, I can't have relationships with other people because I don't have the body that I should have. And that's where I really try to kind of get in with, you can have all the things you want and still accept the body that you have. And I think that so many people just don't connect the dots. Oh, no, thank you. By the way, it's the right direction. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, the, idea, the idea is exactly that. It's not what body I should have. It's just the body I want. Two different things. And, you know, because should means somebody else is dictating how you should look. And, right. you know, for the most part, no one likes that. I mean, I don't think anyone watching and listening, you want people to tell you what to do, how to do it, when to do it, and how to look. You know, but unfortunately... It's been, you know, through the movies, through everything, we're being bombarded on a regular, you know, basis for years. You know, there is a certain way to behave, there's a certain way to dress, there's a certain way to look, there's a certain way to eat. And, you know, and there's different, you know, push, you know, like there's a push on one side, there's a push on the other side, depends on who's, who's marketing <laughs> to us, yeah. you know, it, it keeps that. But you're right, what it does, it has an implication and a direct impact on our brain and our mental status. And and that's really the problem. The mental state is is the most important part because if you are not there correctly and not feeling good, everything else is not going to operate. Because again, the mind is powerful. And I love your concept that you are combining mind body together. Uh, and and by the way, I don't think there is um, it cannot be disconnected. They, you know, I don't think anyone can disagree that those two have to you know coexist correctly, and we have to have a, a, a nice and you know synchrony between the and synergy between the top and and the physical, and so that's really what it is. And but you're right; it's the idea is that we want to be who we want to be to look how we want, regardless of the pressures. Now, again, you can have a full spectrum of pick whatever you want. I mean, just like you go to a clothing store and you have a lot of different choices. Pick whatever you want. Similarly, if I like to look this way, then that's fine. And I think the problem is like, and by the way, I mean, I, I, it's no secret. We, in different shows, we talked about diets. We talk about stuff, you know, weight loss and things like that. And, and, you know, there is a health component to, well, to, to weight, but, but there is also a balance that can happen. You know, I personally, for example, I do do my cheat days and, you know, there's no big deal about it. You know, sometimes I gain a couple of pounds. Sometimes I go, you know, excited about them and drop them, you know, but I still feel, you know, who I am. I don't care. I mean, I don't hide myself if I gain a little bit of fluff, you know, that's okay. You know, if I, if I lose some, you know, I'm happy as well. So, so that, that's how I feel. And you get to a point where you don't care anymore about what people think. Uh, and, but, but you have to be really in, in good terms with yourself. <laughs> because <laughs> i think that's a big point right yeah for sure so so in your experience you know you know what are some of the core elements that drive people to to sometimes maybe besides the things that just you know enumerated like that they really push people into the abyss and just think that they just can't anymore or they just kind of lose it that they can't what continue yeah. like dieting and stuff well not that they can't really you know be happy about who they are Oh, okay. I think that anybody who is under the age of 100 has had 
some kind of diet, some kind of body image, some kind of food thing at some point in their life. And I think that it has been around and some of us just like literally come out of the womb already thinking, okay, diet starts on Monday. Like I can't eat that. I can't, I got to do all this. And it's unfortunately in our society, in our country, it's surpassed above all. Like, are you a nice person? Are you a kind person? Are you, do you have good relationships? Like none of that matters. It's like, do you have big biceps? Do you have a flat stomach? Do you have big boobs? Like I just, I can't believe that I spent like 40 years of my life, like thinking like that. And now that I'm kind of free of that, I, it boggles my mind that we have to contend with that over social media, contend with that with each other. It's just, it's too much. And I think that if we just could all take a collective breath and just realize that there's so much more importance to our life and then how what our pant size is. And that's what I'm really trying to get my message out there that do you want to be happy or do you want to do this? You can do whatever you want. Like you said, you can do whatever you want. You have that choice, but do you want to be truly happy? Then you have to kind of look at life in the sense of I'm not in this by myself. I'm not doing this life by myself. And to treat yourself with kindness is the ultimate gift, in my opinion. It is. And, and, and I love what you said about, like, there's more, you know, to, I mean, like, nice and so on and happiness and stuff. And it doesn't have to be completely attached to the way you look or the way, you know, you, you are perceived to be. You know, it's, that's the problem, I think. Because, again, it's almost pressure. I mean, we call peer pressure, but it's really pressures from anything and you're right like you said 40 years you know that you've been living in that particular mentality of this is how you're supposed to conform but does it really have to be that way really and i think that's a big question and i think i love where you went from there is that that's not the idea you can feel whatever you want be whoever you want to be and still live a happy and be at the end of the day that's the whole thing if you can be happy right mm -hmm. that's all that matters i mean Happiness, I think, if there is an ultimate goal in life, is happiness. Because even money is not really bringing happiness. It could be a tool, but it's not happiness. You you can have all the money in the world and not be happy, but but you you, you can be healthy and still not happy. I mean, happiness is a state that you have to achieve, and and it only happens if you're you know very confident, very ha you know very pleased wherever you are, whoever you are. It could be more, it could be less. It doesn't matter. You know, uh, you don't have to subscribe to like what a definition of how to look, you know, whether you're handsome, pretty, uh, you know, you're, you have weight, you don't have weight, all that stuff. As long as you're comfortable, you're again in your skin, that's all that matters. And I think when you get to that level, you're beyond everybody. <laughs> and, but, but it's, it's a hard status to actually achieve because again, you're not alone in this world. I mean, you know, and constantly you're going to hear it or you're going to have people look or you have, you know, and then, then you're like, you know, am I doing, then you have also, obviously you have to look at the health piece of it and you still got to stay healthy. Now, now let's talk about that. You yeah. help people really enjoy themselves, basically get themselves to believe and, and love who they are, but, but, but you do help them throughout the other aspects because you, you can't have it without making sure that they have the other fulfillments. So, so what are, I know I've read something where I believe you, you do a whole thing about nourishment. So, so that, that the mind and the body, as well as that movement at rest. So there is a component of exercise. There's a, a component of nourishment, which means basically eating a certain way and then definitely rest. So these three things have to always happen. And by the way, they're, they're the same theme, uh, the same theme that I hear all the time, even when we talk diet and nutrition and fitness. These things continuously happen. Even when we talk mental health, you know, these things have to happen. You have right. to have the right nutrition or nourishment. You have to have the movement and you have to have the proper rest. So, mm -hmm. so how do you work all that, you know, for our audiences, like, you know, the, the people that you work with? Well, I think you said it earlier in the conversation. It's like we as human beings were designed to move. That is absolutely the truth. I mean, that's why we have arms and legs and fingers and, all, you know, how else are you going to grab the donuts from the cupboard, right? You have to be able to lift your arm up. 
So why not treat your body, your vessel, your packaging, whatever you want to refer it to the best, the best way possible. And now, even as I'm aging, I'm realizing like, I want to have a good latter part of my life. Longevity is a word that we're hearing all over the place. But if you can take care of your body, the younger you are, then you're the, when you age, you're going to be able to be self-sufficient. You're going to be able not to be confined somewhere. You're going to have your independence. All that stuff is important. But again, what's all connected, right? Our mind, body, all of that. So you have to keep your body strong. You have to keep your mind strong and you have to eat food every single day. So I always say, let it be something that you do instead of something that you have to do. If you can change your mindset to have a healthy relationship with food, then I, I mean, I almost want to say, I promise you, you're going to be happy, but I can't do that. But I, I, I know that that's what worked for me. The minute I have, I changed my relationship with food, my relationship with food changed forever. So let's describe that to our audiences, you know, changing. I mean, cause everybody's going to be like, well, I, what does that mean to me? I mean, some people eat less, some people eat more, some people, you know, now, now that, that introduces diet, some level of diet. Now, are you, I'm, I'm getting that diet is not really your, your, your thing, right? You, you, you make sure that people have whatever they want to eat to a degree. Am I getting that? Well, let me just quickly. So diet, the word diet actually means what you eat on a daily basis. It consists of all food and drink. Fad diets is what you and I are talking about right now. Any kind of elimination diet or fad diet or restrictive diet. So that's what I always like to clarify because technically the word diet just means what you eat and drink every day. Love it. <laughs> but what I am trying to get people to understand is because we have all lost the ability to trust our bodies and our bodies give us plenty of signals regarding food, um, you know, hunger signals. If you eat something, because we all are made differently. And I love to use the example that there's two things you can kind of, if you don't like something and you're forcing yourself to eat it, ask yourself why. <laughs> you know what I mean? There are so many other foods out there that are yummy and delicious and do the same thing. And the second thing is that if you do eat something and your body responds in a negative sense, could be anything from a stomach ache, it could be, you know, uh, bloating, it could be all kinds of things, then maybe that food isn't best for you. And the sooner you get in tune with your body, the sooner you trust your body, and the sooner you kind of understand which foods work best for your body, you're good. I, I, you know, actually, I think this is the first time where someone really clarified when we, we refer to diet, it's almost being implied that we're talking about restrictive stuff. Yeah, you're right. It's really what you eat on a day to day basis. The question is, is it going to be something that you're going to enjoy and something that's going to be nutritious, you know, to your body or something that may affect you? Uh, you know, and to your point, if it's not working, I love what you said. Why? <laughs> and, you know, but, 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 but sometimes people, they eat because of habit sometimes they eat because of pressure and they they have people they just happen to eat sometimes they binge eat because they're stressed uh you know i mean uh, we've had the pandemic i mean it was a tough you know time for people they were home and when you're just home sitting i mean you have the tendency to watch something and just crunch on something <laughs> you know and that, that was another one so you have all these things the problem is where do you find that balance right and I think that's really what it is, because because sometimes you can overdo it, then then have bad results, and then you're like talking about the body love, and then you might feel like, well, what did I do, right? You, you want to be in a place where I am confident that this is what I want, and I'm okay with the results. Mm -hmm. uh, do you find that's actually the key point, you know, where you work with somebody, you know, to to educate them about to love themselves, or to love their body rather? Yes, I definitely have to meet my clients where they're at, mentally, physically, emotionally. And I work with a lot of women who are my age, so, you know, 40, 50, 60s, and they still feel this way about their body. So that is 
something that takes everybody a little longer, especially if you've treated yourself this way for a long time. So it's important to kind of tell your listeners, this isn't a one size fit all. It's not a light switch. I can't just say, well, here's how I did it. It's going to work for you too. Cause I'm not trying to sell you that. I'm just trying to let you know that I lived for 40 years in a body that I hated, that a body that I felt betrayed every day, every day for 40 years. And when I decided that I wanted to be happy, I had to do a lot of work, like a lot of soul searching, a lot of therapy, a lot of things that I was this person and I don't want to be this person anymore, but how do I get there? And I really want to make sure that I am being as honest as possible when I tell you that it is something that is going to be a different journey for everybody. But I think when you decide something, I think we're as humans, we decide I want to do it and we don't let anything get in our way. And I think that's when the real change happens. So, so Rachel, thank you. The, the, the question is, you know, what is that, that, that form that someone's looking for? Right. I mean, I think everybody should ask that question. Like what, why, what do I feel good about? I mean, to your point, you you said 40 years of a buddy that you were you felt that was not the right thing for you. That's not how you want it to be, but you were somehow. And you decided to make to 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 stop that. And you decided what that that formula looks like for you and it's working for you. But like for everybody, you know, they should have a moment and really just ask themselves, am I comfortable? Is this what I want? Am I doing it for to please other people or just you know for me? Because to be honest with you, you're right. It's not about the other folks. It's about you. You got to, you got to live happy. You have to have, you know, the right, you know, uh, I love what you said about, you have to have the health, live a longevity. You know, you have to, you know, the long-term in a healthier way, as opposed to like having all the issues. So you had to balance it out. But at the end of the day, if you're not pleased, you know, with, with who you are, and I'm talking about mentally and physically, then that's a problem because then that's going to affect you. And then everything else becomes a problem. And that's when you either go one extreme or the other, and then that becomes bad for you as well. You know, I mean, I mean, really like, it's amazing. No matter what topic we can discuss, you'll find that anything in moderation and being in the middle is always the right way. <laughs> cause, cause no matter where you go, if you go one way, it's bad. If you go the other way, it's bad. When you get in, in, in the middle of the ground, you know, a middle grounds concept, you know, you always are better. And, but that, that changes for one person. I love what you said. You can possibly tell them it's going to work, but, but, we obviously cannot guarantee anything for anyone because it depends whether they adjust, you know, to, they, they adhere to whatever formula you're going to give them or not. Everybody does it differently. But if you give them enough ingredients and enough steps, they, they should be able to get there. Now, let me ask you a question, Rachel. The book, is the book a guide in a way or, or just, a, you know, a, a, a story about how you did it? No, it's more, it's just my story. My story, yeah. I wanted to make sure that it wasn't just another workout plan or another diet plan or I mean it is in the self-help genre but I didn't want you to feel like I was telling you what to do I just wanted to share my story and convey that you were not alone and by the way I love that because it, it is not to to pressure people is to give them just a, an example of what it looks like if you were to do this this could be it. And, and, and it's, there's nothing better than as we, you and I, we had that discussion about books and, you know, those are legacies and those things can stay forever and they can change somebody's life. Sometimes you just need to say like, I'm not the only one, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that's, that's the other thing. Some people think that they're alone. There's no other pieces or they just, well, maybe this is not my route, but I can't find another one that actually kind of matches where I want to be. But when they read something such as your book, they'll be more like, Oh, I, I I can vibe with this. This is good, <laughs> you know. And that's when it makes a difference, and people can can change. Now, you you are currently uh, a certified personal trainer. Still, do you, do you do any of that today? Like, I, I do a handful of my New York clients virtually, but I have not actively sought out doing it here, just because I really am trying to kick this like book thing off the ground and and really putting all my effort in that. Okay. Uh, and, and you also do the, the, the health coaching currently. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That, that's a good one. <laughs> like, I mean, I, and again, I mean, it's just, you know, the reason I'm asking is that some people may just 
say, hey, maybe I can use your services and, and maybe have you as, as a guide to help me. Because, uh, I mean, a lot of people are sometimes really in need of someone to be there for them. And, you know, when you hear that oh, somebody can can really give me some some good advice, they'll be more happy to join, right, the discussion and potentially reach out. So 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 thank you for that. Now, now body love. You're an educator for that. So beyond the book, how do you, if someone is with you working right now, what would mm-hmm. be the steps you would go with them, you know, to, to help them kind of really fall in love again with who they are? Well, I definitely am there to support, to guide, to share, but this is a partnership. Like I cannot do the work for you. And I know that so many women, when they kind of hire a trainer or hire a coach, they're literally at their wits end because they feel like they've already done it all. But I think the one thing that they skip over, and we talked about this a little earlier, is you have to deal with that emotional trauma. Like you don't feel this way about yourself for no reason. It's years and years and years of experiences or one experience that really affected you. I hear women all the time say, when I was seven years old, someone told me I had big legs. And so now I do 8,000 squats a day because I don't want to have big legs. I mean, just that one thing that someone can say to you about your body that will screw you up for your whole life until you make that choice. I'm not going to believe that anymore. I'm going to believe that my legs are perfect and that I'm exercising because I want to feel good. I want to be strong and I want to be healthy, not because I'm trying to change the way I look. You know, Rachel, that's a big deal, right? I mean, I think everyone, I mean, I can say it myself, I've I've been told things, you know, when since you're a kid, there's always someone that's going to like find something that they, they and they're going <laughs> to, there's no such thing as perfect, right? They're going to find something even just, just for fun and they're going to, and then they're going to say it. Now, sometimes, you know, you might pay no mind to it, but sometimes it may deeply affect you. And, you know, it gets into your subconscious and it stays with you. And you're right. You know, you might react to it without even knowing that you're reacting. As a matter of fact, we just did, I did a show about uh, the subconscious. And, I mean, a lot of that stuff is really what makes who we are. And, you know, we get all that, you know, you know, programming in the back end. And yeah. it's affecting how we behave, how we do things. And sometimes we go crazy because we have been almost programmed to, to or reacting to a program that we did not feel good about. And someone can tell you something in your childhood or anytime you're going to go to work, you're going to, you know, you're going to store someone makes a comment, you know, and it can affect you. It is, it is amazing. And so, so Rachel, what would you say to someone watching right now? Listen, you know, as a good advice not to do when someone tells you something. I love to tell people to create almost like a force field around themselves and that, negativity is just our way of communicating with people, unfortunately. And the more that we can turn that around and send kindness into the world, but have strong boundaries. Like if someone were to say something about my body now, I would have, I have the language to say, my body is none of your business or my body is not up for discussion. And I also believe that, you know, we have to have our crew, right? We have to have people we trust. We have to have, or a therapist that we can trust and talk to and get it out. I mean, the longer we keep that kind of stuff inside, like you said, that's when we build our belief systems on something someone else said, someone that probably doesn't even know me. And so I think that if we have not only a strong foundation of loving ourselves, trusting ourselves, but also a strong foundation, whether it be family or friends or, you know, professional, I think that we can let that stuff go. It is so important to just let it go. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, thank you. I mean, I I love what you said about the force field, you know, like, you know, there, it doesn't go through it. You have to get to a point where I don't care what you say. It's not phasing me. You know, you can throw it just like poof. And it's like, you know, we're Star Wars movie, right? <laughs> you know, it bounces <laughs> off. It bounces back off. And really, and but but it takes a level of real passion about yourself, believe about yourself, confidence. And 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 also I love what you said about having that entourage, the system, you know, and be able to to reject those. Don't take it from people. 
you know, a lot of people will take negativity from others without, you know, giving back. And that have impact because it stays with you. Like, you know, it irks you like, you know, God damn, I should have said something. Right. And then, and then it goes a long time. And sometimes it just lingers in the back and then you might react the wrong way some other time. So the idea of someone comes to you is like, to you, I love what you said. You know, my body is none of your business. I love who I am. You're not making a difference. You know, just go on, move on. And, and if you get to that point, you can change things. And people watching and listening, I mean, it doesn't matter how you look. It doesn't matter what you feel about yourself. There's some someone that's going to just not, you know, really see you for who you think you, you see yourself. And then they're going to throw in something at you that you probably, if you're not prepared, is going to affect you. So be prepared that, you know what, if you look at yourself in the mirror, it's like, I like what I see. That's all that matters. That's it. Not for other, but, you know, for people to, to, to look at you, like say, he, she, he does, she does. No, it's about you. And I think if you get to that point, you're done. I mean, uh, you really have it to, to, to the science of like, I am who I am and you're in none of your business. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not fun. Like when you can, when you can get to the point where it's like, you know, you know, like, you know, in the Brooklyn, you know, when we do that, <laughs> go away, <laughs> you know, yeah, forget about it. That kind of concept. That's the whole idea, right? You know, you can get to people and tell them off, you know, that's a sweet place because you're like ahead of the game. But when you're, you feel that you just have to accept, you know, whatever is coming your way and just absorb it because you don't have the comeback or you don't have the confidence to stand to it. I mean, again, like bullying. I mean, we, in bullying, that is a type of bullying, by the way, when someone comes to you and tell you something about like, who do you think you are, you know, to tell me how I feel about myself and how I should look, you know, just, just look at yourself in the mirror first, you know, I mean, that's the thing. People tend to look at others, but not like themselves. They look well, physically was, and mentally. Oh, sorry. That's what I was going to say. A lot of that comes from self projection. Like they obviously are just projecting their beliefs onto you. And, you know, you really have to kind of create a mental toughness about yourself, especially in this day and age. Like I, I can't even watch the news anymore because just the violence that people are putting on each other, whether it be verbally or physically, I just, I, I cannot believe that that's where we're at. It, it is sad, unfortunately. And you're right. We, I don't know. We live in a time that is, I mean, it's always existed, but I think somehow we we're just, people are suffering. I think yeah. that's what it is. I mean, there's so much yeah. stuff going on in this world that just, I don't know if it's in the food, if it's in the air, or it's just the stress and the environment and all the stuff that we've been enduring. People are just not, they don't know how to handle it. And uh, some people, they just try to cope with it anyway. And sometimes it comes out the wrong way. And to your point, they project whatever their weaknesses into others because it makes them feel good. And it gives yeah. them a little sense, like, I got this, and, you know, I'm stronger. But that's just a full sense of, of strength because... You know, you don't have to do that to actually know that you're strong or not, you know, and 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 you have to look at, would you want to be treated that way? See, that's the other part. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, people who have any kind of self-awareness or uh, consciousness, I mean, hurt people hurt people, right? And I think that if you, and I'm going to say it again, I, I have just seen from being an angry person, from just being a completely miserable person to being happy and to being kind and to wanting good things for other people, my world has changed. You know, the kind of energy that comes at me is, is very similar to what I put out. And I know some people think that that's weird or they don't believe in it, but I've seen it firsthand. I mean, I was such a nasty person. Like I don't, you would, I, I, I can't even convey like I just was always so angry and felt like the world was out to get me and that I I just wasn't happy and when I changed my mindset and changed my my life and changed who I was no if I said that to somebody they'd be like there's no way there's no way it's like yeah no, so yeah. Rachel let me ask you a question I mean the people that knew you like the, the family members and, and maybe like your immediate, immediate family I mean, I'm sure they've they've observed this this sudden change in you. You know, how how was their reaction? <laughs> like, can you bring back a Rachel or they just love the new Rachel? <laughs> I didn't really give anybody a choice. You know, okay. this is who I am. This is what I've gone through. This is how I'm choosing to live the rest of my life. You can either stay in my life or you can beat it. Like I really was not going to let that pressure of what other people's expectations of me affect what i was doing for myself 
I didn't, I mean, other than a few people who were, you know, colleagues or friends or whatever, probably have no idea that I've become this person and that's fine. But I don't think anyone really objected to it or, or distanced themselves from me. I mean, would you? <laughs> oh, what, 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 you, you said you said you were, you know, not very, you know, happy and you were, you know, stressed and all this stuff, but, but you became a different person. So your, your energy now is better. Your energy yeah. is positive. And I think uh, so. For the, the real in question is really, you know, you're probably now more, uh, what do you call it, attractive to these folks because you are projecting so much positivity. Like, oh, we want to be around you, Rachel. You know, now you're, uh, for, for, for lack of wor better words, you said you were nasty. Now you're a better person. So they just kind of like gravitate towards you more than, than ever. Maybe before it was like, I don't want to deal with Rachel, but now they yeah. want Rachel in their circle. Yeah, and, that's true. But, but see, that, but that's a big deal. I mean, because you, you're talking about energy projection. I mean, we're talking right now in a show and uh, we're not in the same room, but there is some level of energy. But imagine, you know, when you are with someone that has so much positivity, you cannot not feel it. I mean, it's, um, in, I, I go, when I, when I sit with people, it's amazing. Like you can sit with someone and in the first minute you feel like, Oh my God, this is not going to be a good time. And then you sit with someone for two seconds. like, wow, this is it. I mean, you know, there's, there's just a level of energy that, that, that projects that you like, you just kind of feel the vibe immediately. And and that's actually a big difference. That's really where people thrive. And and you gotta almost realm yourself around the same energy at all times. And when you said the entourage, you you know, the, the whole people that are around you, they don't subscribe to your world, they're not in your world. And I think that's just, you know, and by the way, by the way, this this works for everybody. If your world you want to stay in the negative world, that's okay too. Uh, there's no you have a freedom to do that. But just you're gonna find yourself in that same vibe, you know, and that's all there is, and you're not gonna be happy. And and by the way, someone can probably argue with me, like, well, I'm happy the way I am. You probably are, but here's the fact, you know, if you talk psychiatry, you know, you cannot the the, the happiness is happiness. You can't say that it's happiness when it's not, you know. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? You you can positivity is positivity. You can't say I'm positive when you're not. And so there are certain things; those are realities. And so we have to just be clear about that, you know. If you're want to be miserable and you want to be not happy, no one's going to stop you, folks, right? You know, that's okay too. I mean, it is a choice, but you will suffer more, you will have more difficulty, and you'll find yourself alienated sometimes. And and people are always looking at you the wrong way and, and, and giving you the lip. But if you project positivity, there's nothing they can do. They're just going to be like, they embrace you faster. And so you'll find yourself. And by the way, even if you're, I'm an only child. You know, Me too. I can, I can, oh, there you go. Hey, <laughs> you know, I, I could literally, you know, just be alone for, for days and it's not going to impact me if I'm, but I'm also a people person. Yeah. You see, you know, I can, I can thrive well with the crowd, but I also can just literally just, you know, close up and, you know, I'm cool. I could be, yeah. you know, <laughs> driving solo for like, you know, from, from Canada to, to Florida and I wouldn't even feel any pain, just put some music on. But you know, it's just how you 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 choose. This is choices in life, but but this is again, you gotta love your body, you gotta love your person, and and, and by the way, again, if your choice that I don't care what people think, I am who I am. I want to be a nasty person. That's okay, you know. By definition, you're happy. That that's what makes you happy. Go ahead, but 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 understand that you might not connect with a lot of people, and you might wonder like why I'm not connecting with people, and that's probably why. But if that is, again, we're talking about the same theme here, and it goes for both sides. If that's your choice, and you're looking at the mirror, and you're still comfortable who you are, great. No one's going to take that from you. And <laughs> but seriously, right? I mean, the idea is that whatever you look, you look good in the mirror, you feel good about yourself or your spirit or your personality. It doesn't matter. And by the way, people, they, we all kind of drive that idea that we are it. We, we look at ourselves. I mean, it's just human nature everybody is looking at me 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 myself and i first and the rest of the world is irrelevant but understand that we don't live alone even if you choose to actually be closing around the world you still get to deal with people and you know at work you have no choice you know i mean we have policies you know in these jobs right and you have to be sociable to a degree you don't have to talk to everybody and smile at everybody, but you still got to go to meetings with people <laughs> you still got to be nice, you know, play nice, you know, in, in, in the sandbox, you know, all these things, I mean, are going to happen. So, so if you change a little bit about yourself, you know, you know, that's fine. But if you don't, and you're happy the way you are, be it. 
I mean, again, we we kind of, you know, kind of veered a little bit into like just personality stuff, but really we were talking about just you know the body. But really, the concept is you're you're happy, you're happy, you're yeah. happy about what who you are, what you're looking at. That's good, and you should not allow someone to tell you how not. You know, and by the way, I I admire people, you know, that are very comfortable with themselves. I see a lot of people, they, you know, some very slim, some not, and everybody's happy. And you know what? It's fun. You know, there is no pressure. Like, I'm good the way I look. I don't need to to look like him or her. I just look the way I want. And today, this is how I want to look. <laughs> and that's it. When you get to that point, it's 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 really liberating. Yeah. You, uh, I, mean, I love that. I love that. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's true. Eh? I mean, uh, Rachel, you, I love what you said. Like once you got to that level that you transformed and this is who you are and you can care less about the others, you're like, you're rich. I mean, you're like beyond everybody. You're beyond the, I mean, really you get to, it's like the higher B level, right? It's like, you know, whatever. <laughs> it doesn't phase me. It's like, you know, just like you're transparent, you're lucid. They go right through you. It doesn't phase you. Um, so Rachel, I know you also do talks. Yeah. And I know there's something coming up. Am I am I getting around right? Like in August, you got something planned? A talk show? Yeah, a talk? I have um, a workshop I'm doing at the local hospital here. And then in September, I'm doing a book reading at Barnes & Nobles. Ah, that's in, in your area, obviously. Yeah, in Greenville, yes. Right. Uh, now, now, do you do you do virtual programs with people? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I also do, I've been doing some of my workshops virtually for women's groups, and I'm really enjoying doing that. And I'm just really trying to, um, you know, I know that the keynote speaking thing and the TED Talks are a little further in my future, and that's okay. They will happen. And I'm just gaining experience being in this world and talking to people, amazing people like you and doing the podcasts and doing uh, virtual uh, workshops and it's all just kind of taking me to the next level. And so I'm really excited about it. Uh, again, listen, you're doing it. And, and by the way, this is change. This is the new you. You're, and by the way, this is not, you're, you're not doing it just for you now. You're doing it for others. See, that's the other thing. Like a lot of people, when they do something that transforms them, transforms them, you know, I, I find it amazing that, there's always that need that like you want to share it. Like you, it's like you, you have gold that you want to give to the world. Right. And you start willing, you willingly doing that. And it's just, it gives you a different fulfillment. I mean, it, it's the feeling is, is different than if you, it's like you're putting something out there, you know, you're making a difference and that makes a real difference in this world. And I think we need a lot of people, a lot more people to actually do and make a difference in, in, in everybody's lives. Cause you know, this show may get to a few thousands, maybe a million. I don't know. But but in time, it will reach a lot of people. And, you know, you do more of these and they're going to teach and they're going to multiply. And how many people out of those will probably get something from this discussion is like, well, you know what? She's right. I don't have to worry. I mean, seriously, I mean, you, you'll get to that when someone's like, I hear her. I don't have to worry about what people think about me. And that could be the differentiator between stress and, and low self-esteem to like, you know, being highly confident. And when you're confident, nothing can stop you at work, in person, in family, in relationships. You become really a true, just, you know, uh, exciting person as opposed to when you are not, not so confident because of all these these feelings that you might have. And that also your mental status, you know, in mental state, you know, gets impacted so negatively as opposed to having that positive outcome. So, um, Rachel, um, in your experience talking to different women, you know, what are some of the things you can tell them today that can really just in a nutshell to, to really make them feel much better about themselves period and out. The two things I love to kind of share on these podcasts is two simple things that you can start literally right now. And the first thing that I ask the women I work with to do is to write down something kind about themselves. It doesn't have to be about their physical body. It can be anything. But I also ask them, don't do it with something that you already believe about yourself. Like if you get the compliment, you have beautiful hair every day for your whole life, you already trust that. You already believe it. So pick something that you know that you are struggling with. You know, for me, it would be like 
I really am not ready for gray hair yet, but it's happening. <laughs> you know, I don't have a choice. I'm not ready to go gray. So I color my hair. But if let's just say I'm ready to transition, I would say I love my gray hair. And I know it's not true, but the saying the act of reading it every day, the act of saying it out loud every day, it begins to your brain starts to change. Your brain starts to accept it. And then you accept that about yourself. So I love that little task. And then the other thing I love <clears throat> to do, because women are unfortunately not very nice to each other. So <clears throat> I always say, I want you to take a stranger, a woman, has to be a woman, and give her a compliment. And I want you to do that every day for a week. And that, again, you're putting in a new activity, a new mindset, a new thing that you do and it becomes something that becomes natural and easy and it's not going to be comfortable or easy at first but if you're kind to yourself you can be kind to other people and i believe those two things go hand in hand wow that's that's powerful stuff well first of all i think you you refer to affirmations right you're gonna keep saying to yourself you know good stuff so you can get that good vibe about yourself and then start building your subconscious start because words actually really you know, imprint and they become, you know, the true you. If you say I'm no good, that's all you're going to keep hearing. If you say I'm the greatest, you know, you start believing in yourself, you, you, even though you might not be in the scale of other folks, but it doesn't matter what people think it's about you. You get to that level. So I love that. And definitely what you said, by the way, I'm not sure if it's correct. Or not. Uh, you know, again, I mean, when you said about women are tough, but, but it is to a degree, you know, they can tend to be a lot more difficult than I guess guys, I mean, you know, where we're less, you know, uh, <laughs> nested to each other, I guess. But, 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 you know, they, we don't feel that competition. I think maybe that's the difference. But, but you're right. The when when, but I've seen that actually happening when women say, "Oh, that's a beautiful dress." Oh, that's a you. Know, you look great. You know, well, that's a lovely thing or necklace, whatever it is. You get that. I mean, you know, and like my wife and I, we 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 actually pick those things sometimes. Like, you know, wow, you know, these people really are making a, a nice statement. And there are people that will look. You know, and would not say anything. Uh, you know, so so it's very unique how how that world works. But but you're right. If you were to say that to people, you know, uh, you will make a difference in their life. I mean, some people, you know, again, sometimes some people may have lack of confidence, and they're like, you know, whatever. You're just making fun of me because sometimes it could be perceived as such. It has to be also genuine. You know, uh, I think that's that's the other part. You know, you can tell someone a compliment, but <laughs> if they're not happy about whatever it is, that may be that may backfire. But you just but but it's the exercise that you're throwing out there. I think that makes yeah. a difference. The, the the ability to practice giving good feedback to others, which means now you, you hear it yourself. I mean, actually, when I tell that that to someone, you know, I'm hearing it as well. So it's it just constantly with me, and I love that because that's making a difference in somebody and, and you can really make somebody's day. You I mean, can. I mean, literally like someone's having a bad day. He's like, Oh, that's a very nice dress. Well, thank you. Like about time. Somebody <laughs> said something good to me today. And I think people, they feel seen. And I think that that's really all we, all we want, right? We want to be seen and we want to be heard and we want to go through this life together. So I think that by doing that, like you said, you really can brighten up someone's day. And, and I also believe that if you're giving a genuine compliment, people feel that, you know, they really do. Yeah. It, again, you know, um, you can't, I mean, people also can read through if it's fake, right? I mean, they can see if it's like sarcastic. I mean, it almost becomes sarcastic if it's not really genuine. And you want them to really like, you You meant it. I mean, I love that necklace. Actually, I do love your necklace. <laughs> you know, so so it's a nice necklace. It's beautiful, right? So you get tell someone that, they get excited and it's good. It makes them feel good. It's even about the choice, you know. Uh, sometimes you love the color that they wear. What those beautiful colors do you have on? You know, uh, you, you're right. It could be anything, you know. Uh, and, and sometimes it's just like, it could be just, How's your day? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's not a compliment, but, you know, you get them excited about the day. But those are like, you know, I think those are the things that we've lost, you know, yeah. as, as humans, because we're so into the zone uh, that we are, we're really not looking, you know, or like, you know, so caught up, you know, with everything else and stressed and just, run, you know, going running. Then we forgot that that we can be nice to others and stuff. You know, a good place where I, I, 
I always, I don't know why, but it gives a big difference in life. Have you ever cruised? I'm assuming you have. Cruising? Like, like a cruise? Cruise ship. Oh, yeah. All like, right. Cruising. cruising down the highway? Like <laughs> no, no, no. Cruise ship. <laughs> so, so, so you might relate to what I'm going to say here is that on a ship, people are relaxed. And you tend to see more people giving compliments, more people are happier, more people are, co you know, coexisting with all cultures and beliefs and stuff. And they all make, you know, and it's amazing. It's like one ship with a few thousand of people and they all get along and everybody's happy. You don't have a lot of nastiness in there. Everybody's cool. You know, we can, this life is a big ship. <laughs> if we, use the we use the same concept. I think we all be happy. Like, you know, how's your day today? You know, we're having fun today, whatever. Sometimes if, You'd be surprised, you know, I, I think I was listening to somebody and uh, one thing they said, like, someone, like how to de-escalate, right? Somebody is having a bad day and they're ready to fight or whatever. And it's like, are you okay? I mean, is, there, is, anything, is everything okay? And you can literally see a change of like, you know, you go from like, you know, let's just go at it or like, you know, like you're interested in really helping and it changes dynamics and that's all being human. I mean, yeah. you know, really, it's amazing how we can make a difference in somebody's life on a day-to-day -day basis, and it changes dynamics. And again, I think you mentioned something about women specifically, and you know, there's emotions, there is hormones, there's different things that can be a lot more challenging. And you know, mood swings. I mean, there's menopause, for example. There's a lot of that that happens, and you know, people sometimes need that, or maybe they're having a tough day at work, a tough day at home. You know, they're just not having a bad day, and you come in. And, and really light up the day. Like, cool. I mean, it's like, oh, you know, like you just made my day. I mean, it's, it's like, you know, like that, can I get a hug? <laughs> Same concept, yeah. right? You yeah. know, it, it's really, it feels right, right? And and so you can't go wrong when, when it's right, it's right. When it's positive, it's positive. It, it's amazing. Like you cannot de deny these things. I mean, they do work. Um, so thank you, Rachel, for really those two elements. I mean, those are like big, big, big elements that anyone watching and listening today, apply them. And by the way, you, you know, I think it goes to everybody. <laughs> you know, if you see someone there, do it. Say positive things to people, and and, and that will make you positive. Uh, well, so Rachel, I, I mean, you, I know you give us those two. Anything else you want to add to our audiences? I think we're just hit the the mark of the hour right now. So, what are we so closing with? I always love to throw in. You know, those are two very simple things to do, but I always love to throw in that you're not alone. You never were even if you still to this day feel like you're the only one struggling with your feelings or you know your body or loving yourself you are not alone but it is your responsibility to ask for help love it and and that's powerful because you're right you know folks you're not alone i mean you're listening to this now there's so much resource it's so many resources out there so much you you can you know get you know the positivity from and and get your energy from and and get the help but you have to ask you have to do the work you know and that's i think that's that's a big problem for a lot of folks is they they don't want to ask for help mm -hmm. you know people tend to like shy away from like asking but yeah. it's, there's no shame in the game if you need help ask for help uh and sometimes we all need somebody you know there's no one that is beyond that i i i, I don't know if there's someone that can literally live their life without asking for help and whether you like it or not, that's the fact of life. You, you're you not, we're created so other people can help us in life as well. And I think that's just, you know, I see it, I believe in it personally, and I think that's the thing. But if you're not able to see that, then, then you know, this might change your mind because if you hear this and you might think that I'm stuck, call somebody, you know, reach out, you know, I mean, there's plenty, I mean, you're, you help people, you know, there's your book can, can give, that's the other thing. You don't even have to talk to someone. You can read a book and by relating to the story, it can change your life immediately because like, well, I'm not on this alone, right? <laughs> there's other people that have been through it. And, and when you start seeing that other people have been through a similar or like going through the same thing and you don't feel bad anymore. You actually feel better. Like, okay, I, you know, there's a lighting out there. There's, there's a light at the end of the tunnel and things become brighter for you. It's that simple. So Rachel, thank you so much. You know I mean? I, we, we've had, I, I hope we had some fun here <laughs> and yeah. really throw in some good stuff at, you know, our audiences. Um, well, um, now your site, um, yeah. people can get the book from there and also can reach out to you. Correct. Yeah. So my website is Rachel Levin wellness. 
And my book is available there or on Amazon, which I'm sure it's very easy to get there. My Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn is all also Rachel Lavin Wellness. And please reach out. I love chatting about all this fun stuff. So I'm always happy to have a conversation. All right. Well, Rachel, thank you so much. And we will have the link uh, on the, the description of the show so people can uh, link up to you. Hopefully, you know, you get, you know, quite a bit of interactions and, uh, you know, maybe you can help some folks, you know, change their life for better, which is the purpose. Uh, so thank you so much, Rachel. Thank you. You're welcome. So, folks, there you have it. Uh, we're coming to the end of the show here. I'm your host, Eric and H. Hopefully you enjoyed today's show. We'll be talking soon. New day, new show, new topic. Bye for now.